0: Hey guys, welcome back to the second episode of Primal Alchemy's Red Pill Initiation Hour with your host, Chris Story. Before we start, I just wanted to go over a few points that I really wanted to make you aware of, and that is the Primal Alchemy's Woke as Fuck Initiative. So what is the Woke as Fuck Initiative? Well, it's a set of morals and principles that are in alignment with my own set of personal beliefs that I mirror through into the brand itself. Uh, It's a set of standards that I believe every, every business, every company that's involved within the health and fitness industry should be adhering to. And if they don't, then question who they're really serving. Are they serving you? Or are they serving profit margins and the board? of their investors. So breaking it down about the Woke as Fuck initiative, uh, part of it, we have the full label disclosure. So what this is, is that we we fully break down for you each and every ingredient that's involved in our formulas and how much of each ingredient is used. So the opposite to this would be that most brands use what's known as a proprietary formula or a proprietary blend. And what this does is it allows brands to make claims of certain ingredients for the benefits of certain ingredients, but then allows them to almost underdose the product, underdose the formula, and then you're not going to be aware of it because the overall dosage is hidden behind a combination of all the other ingredients involved something to look out for guys it's very prevalent and if you go if you go into your standard health health food store and you pick up a a standard supplement you're probably going to find a proprietary formula on the back of it on the label we also we also show you guys where we trace all our ingredients from the origins of each which is very important there's and plenty of brands out there saying that they source the highest quality ingredients. Well, do they? Where's the evidence? I don't fucking see no evidence. All I see is bullshit claims coming from them. We offer you direct evidence of where we source it from so you can go and check it out. Go and look it up. Something's really important, guys. It is really important that no other brands are doing that at the moment. And when it comes to your health and it's a health food supplement, you need to know where they're sourcing these ingredients from. Are they sourcing it from some cheap, cheap ass wholesaler or are they going the extra mile and really, really uh, bringing in the um, the best ingredients that they can? More often than not, they're going to be looking for profit margins. So they're going to be going for cheap wholesalers. Something to take note of. And another part of the Wokus Fuck initiative is our primal donations to the charities that we work alongside. So we've got Vitamin Angels, and every a percentage of every sale goes towards um supplying malnutritioned children and their parents around the world with vital um nutritional and vitamin aid. So you're really making a difference, guys, with every purchase you make through primal alchemy is directly helping these kids. We also have uh, the Beckley Foundation, which is a UK-based NGO that work that are currently working on reforming uh, drug law and drug legislation on psychedelic medicine. And really sort of researching the benefits and avenues that we can go down when using these psychedelic um, or entheogens through mental illness through physical, physical illness. So, so many, uh, so many possibilities for these sort of drugs like LSD, NDMA, cannabis, just to name a few. And yeah, that works very important guys. So again, every purchase you make helps towards, uh, fighting the good fight. Also, guys, I wanted to say a big thanks for all the support you've given me so far. So remember, every person who's listening to this podcast, if you were to buy anything through the Primal Alchemy website, use the code Pill. That's the code REDPILL at checkout, and you'll get an exclusive 10% off any purchases made. Okay, so moving on to... The second episode, today's guest is Miss Andrea Lowell. Now, where do I begin with Andrea? She's someone who I've spotted on Instagram a while back. Just with the content that she was putting out, it was just resonating with me on such a deep level where I was like, fuck, man, this woman knows what's up. And there's not too many accounts that do that nowadays. Most accounts are just carbon carbon copies of each other. Whereas Andrew is completely authentic and completely original and she can connect the dots so well between physical, mental and spiritual optimization and not just that, but also the barriers that barriers and obstacles that we're presented with through certain interest groups and through our own personal life as well. And how to really, overcome them and become the best person you can be as a result and it was uh yeah we just had a great chat we just talked about the importance of gratitude um we talked about the the importance of differentiating self-love and self-overindulgence we looked at uh we briefly went over Andrea's personal story of being brought up in a very sort of traditional hardcore christian family and her transition and awakening from that into her higher self. But uh yeah, let's let's just get on with it guys because it's it's a deep it's a deep conversation that we have and it's a long one but there's fucking shit tons of knowledge bombs that get dropped left, right and center to the point where I kind of really just sit back. Uh, I lit the fuse and then I let the fireworks display just pop and Andrew didn't disappoint. So, yeah, let's just get episode two started, guys. And hopefully you enjoy. As always, give us some feedback. Let me know on YouTube. Let me know on iTunes. DM me on Instagram. Just let me know what you think, and hopefully you enjoy it, and hopefully you find some value. Alright guys, let's get shit started. Episode 2 of Prime Alchemy Red Pill Initiation Hour. Let's go.
1: You take the blue pill, the story ends, you wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how to keep the red. Above, so below. What lies without resides within. Time for growth to begin. Mental, physical, and spiritual. We find balance with all three as we focus on totality. The whole, not the half. This is for those on a spiritual path. Looking for the clues to the answers of life. But the truth ain't always nice to leave your ego at the door. That you're in a lion roar. And your spirit soar as we go deep down to the molecular level Tap into the body with some yogic breath Throw in some calisthenics for a true strength test Like the shamans of old, we use the nature to heal With a little bit of DMT to reveal This whole life journey is a little surreal And your mind needs a leader, not a follower in life Let your mind be the master and you pay a hefty price This next 60 minutes is about self-mastery It's not an easy path and it's a lifelong journey But we up to empower with this red pill initiation hour With this Red Pill Initiation Hour, brought to you by Prima Open Me The Matrix is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth
0: Three and a two and a one and we're live, alright son, welcome everybody to the second episode of the Red Pill Initiation Hour with us today, we have Andrew Lowe. So, Andrew, thanks for coming on, and yeah, let's just get deep into it and shoot the shit.
2: Oh, it is my absolute pleasure to talk to you. Uh, you and I—this is our first time really communicating, and it's overdue and it's so necessary. So, thank you so much for having me on. It's a—it's a great honor.
0: Yeah, no problem. So, I've been wanting to connect with you for a little bit of a while, and just like I was saying before, Aaron, then it's uh, thought this would be the most appropriate way to. Uh, introduce myself and for you to introduce yourself to me instead of just popping up like hey I'm just some uh just some creeper on Instagram so uh,
2: (laughs) yeah you know I do get a lot of creepers on Instagram and it's it can be uh, a little annoying at times but I I, you know, I do my due diligence like I do any other thing that I research. I check the profile, I see what you're posting. You're very far from a creep. In fact, uh, you're very inspiring, and I'm just so happy to connect with another full spectrum awakened like mind. And I say full spectrum because, you know, you meet a lot of people that are awake nowadays. And they're just spiritually awake, or they just know about chemtrails, or they just know about superfoods, but they don't know all of it and how it all ties together. And when I came across your account, I was just like, yes, this guy knows what's up. Yes. <laughs> I love it.
0: Well, First off, Andrew, thanks. I think that's like literally the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Oh, so thank
2: you. That is yeah, cool. <laughs> that's
0: the uh, that's that's the ego boost for 2018. Ready for 2019 now? You know, uh,
2: it's the truth. You know, I don't say that to flatter. I say that because I'm so fucking grateful to be connected to someone else that knows the truth because, you know, there's a lot of us, but in, you know, respective relativeness to the population of the world, very few of us know the truth. So I'm just so, so blissed to be connected with you right now.
0: For sure, I mean, and it's even more apparent here in the UK. Like you're in California, right?
2: I am. I'm in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: exactly. You're the place to be for this. That's like the hot spot and the breeding ground for this sort of way of thinking. Wherever in the over, otherwise over here in the UK, we're kind of stuck back in the dark ages a little bit. So that's why I really wanted to reach out to you and get you on board. So totally for you being like the voice of this sort of movement, I really see it as uh, you being able to dish out some real woke info. For uh, not only just my audience, but for yours as well.
2: It's funny because, you know, you would think that being in California, being in Los Angeles, that it's this mind of open-mindedness and, you know, liberal thinking and all this and that. Uh, And I don't mean liberal as in, like, political liberal, but just kind of Mm -hmm. open. And uh, the fact is, you know, there are very few people who know the truth out here, at least – in my experience there are groups of us we do get together um and it's beautiful to connect but even in my groups of friends you know who i've been friends with since i was a child and i've been awake now for several several years they still won't even come around so there's a lot of closed mindedness still don't feel like you're alone <laughs> at all um it's it's a really tough pill to swallow um, you know, believing and accepting the fact that every single thing that you think is wrong, it's not one thing, it's everything. everything. And yes. people have a hard time accepting that no matter how much truth we um We espouse at them, or we we expose them to all hand people straight up research, and you know they're scientists and they know how to read research, and they're like, nope, you're wrong. I'm like, wait, 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 what the hell? So yeah, the cognitive dissonance is real, um, but you're not alone. And and just know, like even in California, I have felt like the black sheep so many times. I have felt alone, and I'm so grateful for. Instagram, for example, because that social media platform has been able to connect me with other like minds. And luckily, some in California that we've been able to have like cool events with and retreats and, you know, spiritual circles and all these things. So I think it's kind of a, um, it's a worldwide issue. It's not just, you know, European nations that are more in the dark. I think a lot of people are in the dark. It just feels like our respective uh, locations are in the dark because- We're far and few between, man. We are far and few between.
0: Yeah, I mean, for sure. It was the exact same issue I was running into when I was developing this, uh, the Primal Alchemy brand to begin with. The, just from my background Mm -hmm. and interests. Yeah, man. To really sort of finding a way to synchronize everything together into one cohesive message. Yeah. It's, it's hard because there's so much to take in. Like the whole, like you said, the whole awakening process Mm -hmm. is one that takes a lot of fucking research. It's not, it's not like, yeah, it's not like you just sat under. Although you can technically do it, just sit under a tree and meditate, and just all the answers come to you. There's there's a lot of piece, a lot of pieces to this puzzle, and you have to you have to go full spectrum. Like you said, you have to look at your physical health. You have to look at the the opposite side of the coin, the spiritual health, and then within those two sides, those two dualities, you've then got so many, so much information to have to take in, and when you start to really really what you need to do is really broaden broaden your perspective and eliminate any preconceived ideas, ideologies, or notions that you have about life and what's possible. And that's when you really start to read between the lines. And it's just been a hard one just here in the UK in particular, like as I was saying, developing the brand, it's it would have been easy just to, I've just used my general knowledge with nutrition and fitness and create a a run-of-the-mill health and fitness brand totally Uh, yeah yeah that's (laughs) like that's what yeah that's what a lot of people are doing nowadays like a lot of people are just doing like you see it on instagram as well they're just a stat they're just personal trainer they're just a they're just a spiritualist they're just they're just like a mental coach but it's really about finding the people who connect the dots and can really utilize the trinity that the actual trinity trilogy itself of physical the mental and the spiritual
2: 100 percent. and that's why you know I think you and I are so similar minded, you know, similarly minded, like we see the connectivity of everything. We see that we have to address every single area of our life in order to you know, work around and circumnavigate all the bullshit that's going on in the world. I can't just meditate. I can't just eat superfoods. I can't just perpetually detox. I can't just research. I have to do all of it. And how do I do all this without being in a state of fear? And uh, you and I have pretty much found a very similar path, you know, I'm, I'm a personal trainer, I'm a raw nutritionist, but I'm also a deeply, deeply spiritual person because I had to realize it doesn't matter if I have my mind and body right, if my inner being and my inner peace isn't right. And I have this myriad of spiritual tools that I can also help me, assist me and others in this shift. You know, what's the purpose of having all this knowledge and health, all this knowledge and fitness, all this knowledge and wellness if I don't use my spiritual purpose my gift of my dharma to give it away to other people so it really is that trilogy that you speak of that mind body spirit connection and i'm so glad that you're on to it and that your, are you know your dharma and your purpose probably is to wake up the people of your country in this regard exactly. i have found that my best kind of avenue in to help wake people up and trust me it happens sometimes quickly sometimes slowly more so slowly has been health so um, I love the angle you're taking as well and yeah maybe your your demographic might not be ready for the products but hey that's what the internet's for you know people people in la people in you know different parts of the world that care a lot about their aesthetic they'll love your products they'll love your stuff you know what I mean because what I've noticed too is I work with a lot of people, getting them to a raw plant-based superfood diet that have no interest in the agendas, that have no interest in waking up. They just want to look good. They want to feel good. They want to, you know, let's say they're a triathlon uh, competitor. They're an athlete. They want to improve their times. They'll come to me with no intention of waking up just because they know that this way of living is kind of that secret sauce to excellence. And then what happens after a few years of living like this? They end up waking up. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing. It's,
0: far, it's all part of the equation. Yeah, so all of these are just are just variables that you have to juggle and just put in the right place in order to see yes. in order to see yes. what the answer of the equation and the answer is always going to lead you back to source Absolutely. like that. No matter no matter if you're a quantum physicist mm-hmm. or if you're like a nutritionist, what, whatever sort of scientific realm you want to go down. If you take it to its very core, yes, you're going to end up at the, the exact same position, and that's why if you look back into all these ancient religions, mm-hmm. at their very core, they're all the exact same, Absolutely. and it's it's the, it's the exact same teaching that's that's really the only thing that's been able to been able to hold its own through thousands of years of progression or degression, depending on what way you want to look at it.
2: You're absolutely correct. And I love what you said about no matter which avenue you take, it will lead you directly back to source because, you know, I, it was not easy for me to just like fully wake up to all this stuff, but I had a natural inclination for quantum theory, quantum mechanics, uh, quantum physics. I was studying that for fun and for free, you know, since I was about I don't know, 21, 22 years old, I studied biology. That was my major in college. Um, you know, I'm very much into fitness. I'm very much into spirituality. I'm very much into all these things. And my intention was not to find source, not to find the creator, not to find these answers. But I have an insatiable thirst for knowledge. And no matter what avenue I took, everything kept taking me back to the same damn thing. And so I tried another avenue because I didn't like that. I didn't want to know that everything I thought was wrong, so I tried different ones. And the deeper and deeper and deeper I went, because I love a good rabbit hole, I found source energy. I found ancient teachings. I found a raw diet. I found raising my vibration. I found toroidal energy. I found all these things. So I love that you said that because I don't know that very few people understand that. You keep going. You don't stop. This isn't. Oh, I found the answer that I think I want or fulfills my um, my narrative. I came in here with. No, you go as deep as you can, and that's where you find the truth. And the truth is everywhere. When we look to ancient wisdom, I mean, that's, yeah. that's just that simple. And of
0: course, and it's but at the same time, it's almost like a double edged sword. It it's is like a blessing and a curse it because. When you start to equip yourself with this knowledge, mm-hmm. and you actually embody this knowledge, yeah, you get to see the like the effects that it has on your physiological self, on your psychological self, on your spiritual yourself, your light body. Yeah, that's all that's all well and like fine and dandy. But when <laughs> you when you're when you're, surra- when you're surrounded in a culture in a civilization that does not give a fuck about this and is oh. concerned with well you know like what what we're programmed to what we're programmed to um the operation system that we're programmed with which is uh c- capitalistic values and yeah like it's we're almost uh we're running off the momentum of some bad decisions made a few thousand years ago when monotheistic religions really started to take over and stamp out a lot of our in a lot of our true spiritual uh practices
2: Yes, everything innate about humanity has been replaced by bullshit programming. And like you were saying, how do we deal with this? It's horrible to deal with this. When we're the ones waking up, we're willing to go down the rabbit holes. We're willing to challenge everything we believed in order to seek the truth. And everyone in our society doesn't give a flying fuck about the truth. And that's really difficult. And even though we're the most sane because we want to be, you know, freed of mental, emotional, physical, spiritual slavery, we're the ones called crazy. Luckily, I've gotten to the point where I'm not offended anymore. I don't care if I'm called crazy. It doesn't bother me because I truly have compassion and pity in all honesty for those who are still asleep. So it doesn't stop me. I stay almost relentless about it. Um, <laughs> and I, I just, I feel it's my obligation to share what I know, but I also know it's part of my life path. It's part of my dharma and my karma to have this experience and this journey. And I feel like it's not everyone's... It's not everyone's purpose in this lifetime. Maybe they, maybe awakening is not what they signed up for. Maybe they wanted to have a few lifetimes as being dead asleep. I don't know.
0: <laughs> maybe, but maybe they just wanted, to, yeah. Maybe they just wanted to just go balls deep on the third dimension and just be like, <laughs> yo, let's just, let's just enjoy it for all it's worth. Fuck know. it, I'm not interested in these spiritual pursuits. You go to meditate under a tree? I'm just gonna enjoy playing PlayStation and watching yeah. Celebrity Love Island, I, whatever. I
2: want to be fully ingrained in the Matrix in this lifetime so I can come. Back in the next, and uh, be a spiritual warrior. I really don't know why any spiritual being would choose that, but I, <laughs> why not? I just assume <laughs> that it's not. Um, you know, it's not everyone's karmic path this lifetime, or maybe it is, and they're just failing miserably because the agendas are working so effectively. The Matrix is damn effective because I have seen the most bright and oh my gosh, genius level people completely consumed and completely programmed and completely brainwashed and it's like damn this thing is working and yeah i I feel it
0: runs Mm -hmm. the source code uh is embedded deep it's it's strange though because it's like you think when you see these hyper intellects that are just so fucking smart and but they just, but then you see them and they're just there feeding on genetically modified food. Okay. They're there and they don't exercise. They're there and they give no thought a day to meditation or mindfulness. They're like, I haven't got time for that. I'm a, I'm an intellect. I'm a professor. You can't, you expect me to uh, waste my time on that? I'm trying to find a cure for cancer. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> don't oh, get me shit. started
2: on that. No, that <laughs> it's so funny because they're looking in all the wrong places. We know that if you want to cure anything, if you want to get to the bottom of anything, we look to nature. We look to truth. And they're looking in all the wrong places. And it's ego and arrogance that stop people from you know, meditating. Oh, I got to keep doing this. Oh, I'm so smart. It's like, you and I, we know we're smart. Do I tell anyone that I'm smart? is in any of my Instagram posts, does it list my IQ or my education? No, because that's bullshit. That doesn't matter. What matters is my desire for truth. And so, yeah, it's a really, it's two different types of intellect. It's people who, you know, really understand things. Like, I'm not good at math. I'll say that straight out. Some people are geniuses in math. So their brain is able to have this immaculate cognitive function when it comes to numbers and equations and variables and this and that, but they won't look at the truth. So it's so hard for me to wrap my mind around when I see these brilliant people that just won't even look at things that are so damn obvious. Everything that you and I have found as far as truth and waking up and awareness, it's pretty damn easy to find they're hiding everything in plain sight. I can look up the Federal Reserve, for example, and I can see who owned it, who created it. I can track these banking systems. I can then look at the inner, the IMF, and then I can look at the countries, and then I can look at all the correlating events. And it's like, it's so easy. This doesn't take uh that much brain power, but these smart, smart, smart people won't even look. It's almost insulting to them to look because they feel like, oh, if it was if it was that simple, everyone would know. If it were that easy, if it were in black and white that much, everyone would know. That's the arrogance. That's the idiocy that we're uh, we're walking around. But that's also programming. Because if it were so plain and simple, we should all know, right? And that's a program that we all have embedded in us. It's uh, it's crazy. It's crazy.
0: Shit's crazy. Yeah, exactly. It's like for for me, it's just kind of going over that point again, like. If I was to view anyone and, and judge their their um, level of intellect, mm-hmm. it's heavily ingrained in their lifestyle choices. Like that's how that's how I would judge someone's intellect. If someone's there and they've got a a PhD, a master's, or whatever degree it is from whatever fancy inst- educational institution that they may or may may not have, family members and bloodlines that got them into that in the first place. Yep.
2: mm-hmm.
0: But then have no interest in taking care of their own health. They're, it's like, They're well, cool. are you really that, yeah, are you really that smart? Like if you're that smart, surely you would be taking care of yourself and wanting to optimize every single aspect of your life. That's what I see as true like true intelligence and true wisdom.
2: Yeah. I, I completely agree. and uh, you know, I have found too that the most intelligent people. Are the ones that are saying, I'm not vaccinating my kids. I'm growing my own food. I'm moving out to a farm. It's like these truly, truly brilliant people. Uh, and it, it's, it's beautiful. And that is a great thing about California is you do meet some people like that. You know, we do have some small communities and small pockets of people who are like, fuck this system. I'm doing X, Y, and Z. I'm not doing this. Uh, but they're too afraid to share the message. And that's why we're connecting because I'm not afraid to share the message. I, I, if I live in fear, then the system has won. So I'm pretty fearless about being honest and open. And I just wish more people would be as bold as you and I are to start speaking the truth because there's so many important stories to tell um, everyone has their own unique experience, strength, and hope when it comes to navigating this fucked up, you know, uh, matrix we live in. And people are afraid. They're terrified. And uh, that's that can be scary. And it's disappointing, too.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, 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 I mean, it can be scary because it's it's uh, just just to live a, a, the life, the traditional life that's expected of you to go from being born enjoying your childhood, going to school, finishing school. No, you know what? Go to college, oh. go to college and then heavily indent yourself for the rest of your life. And then you're like, fuck, let's run out. Let's go get a corporate job. Let's get a graduate scheme. That's what we need. Mm. That's going to give me the, that's going to give me the bank balance I'm looking for. And then what you get married and you have kids and then you realize that you played yourself. Congratulations.
2: I don't even think a lot of people realize they played themselves because (laughs) everyone else in their circle is suffering too. And it's like, so we know this. It starts at a super young age. You know, when you're in your mother, actually, yeah, it starts in utero. You're in your mother's womb. Your mom's eating bullshit GMOs. She's getting vaccinated. She's getting chemtrailed. She's getting non-native electromagnetic frequency blasting onto her. She's getting ultrasounds. Your bones are being heated up as a fetus. You're getting uh, neurological degradation while you're in utero. All this bullshit's happening. Then, you know, they treat pregnancy and birth as if it's some sort of pathology, like it's a disease, where it's one of the most natural, beautiful things that mammals can do. So then you pop out in this medical setting, all this fucking blue spectrum light all over you, doctors, nurses, all this, C-sections, Pitocin. All this bullshit. So you come into this world, sometimes not even at the time that you would want to have come in as a soul who makes that choice. And you're, you're being sabotaged from day one. Then you're eating all of this bullshit formula. And it's so funny because even my friends who are awake to the nest, the necessity for organics and real foods and biodynamics and all that stuff, they have to order their baby formula from Germany if they're having lactation issues so we can't even get the good stuff here in America so then you're put into preschool you're put into kindergarten first grade you're taught from day one that you need to sit still and shut the fuck up and listen to authority for hours and hours at a time then you're given all this bullshit indoctrina- indoctrination through your 12 years of schooling or however long you're in school for with all this fake history. They're telling you who's important. They're telling you what to believe, who's won these wars, what philosophers mattered when there's really no true philosophy happening at all. All this fake bullshit, the, the Cuban Missile Crisis, Pearl Harbor, mm-hmm. all this fucking bullshit, Nazi Germany. It's crazy. And then you go and you graduate uh, high school. You think it's so important. You're worshiping fucking Saturn with your goddamn cap and gown, right? (laughs) Then you go into college and yeah, you think, I need this to get a job. I need a degree. So yes, like you said, you can go into $8,000 of debt. You can go into $800,000 of debt. Then you can't even get a job in America right now because the job market is so low. It's so hard to get a job. People with college degrees are working minimum wage jobs right now because they can't get a fucking job. So how do you even pay off your debt? Hmm. Maybe that's because the system was designed like that. And even if it weren't, I know people who have high paying jobs out of college that cannot pay their way out of their debt because their interest is so high. So then they decide, okay, I'm going to get married. Not even because I believe in the the uh, the rules and the regulations of marriage or the desire to get married, but all my friends are doing it and they're pa- they're posting it on Facebook and I got to keep up with the Joneses. So I'm going to go ahead and get married too. And you know what? Because I'm posting this on Facebook and because I see all the competition on social media where people are just posting the good things of their life, I'm going to go into further debt. And I'm going to spend a hundred. 200000 on this huge lavish lavish wedding just so I can show all my friends how happy I am. Then you start to have kids in a marriage that's unhappy to begin with. You're in debt. You're fighting over finances. But I got to have kids because that's what I'm told. And then you repeat that cycle and put them into the system. And you start vaccinating them. You're not looking into shit. They're growing up with autism and all these other things, you know. And it's just like this perpetual cycle of slavery. And they can never get out. People cannot wonder why they're fat, sick, and tired. They cannot figure out why they're depressed, why they're miserable. Because you're effectively a slave in a matrix that's designed to enslave you, that's designed to make you so unhappy and miserable. So then you perpetuate consumerism. Oh, I'm going to buy the next BMW. I'm going to buy the next Mercedes. That's going to make me happy. Every year, I'm going to get a new iPad. I'm going to get a new iPhone. That's going to make me happy. Instant gratification, yes, will work for a minute, for a week, for a month maybe. But you will go back to misery because you cannot fill a God-sized hole in your heart, a source-sized hole with material bullshit. And that's the society that they've created that will find happiness in a pill, will find happiness in a car, will find happiness in a new house or a vacation. That's not it. You have to go to source. You have to understand the God-consciousness within all of us. And that's the only way we'll effectively beat this motherfucking system. Sorry for that diatribe.
0: (laughs) I was like, wow, (laughs) that's that's literally enough to uh, wake anyone anyone up.
2: I mean, if, but only if they have ears to hear it, Chris, that's, that's the thing about this. I have said this same, not that same thing. That's the first time I've ever said that, but I've told people the truth and they will not hear me. So it's like you have to have eyes to see, you have to have ears to hear. And hopefully something we can say or do will be that perfect audio clip or that perfect Instagram post or that perfect, you know, nugget of information to wake people up. So I'd love to ask you, what was that what was that thing that opened your eyes? Was there any one thing or was it a myriad of things? How did you kind of start, you know, seeing the truth?
0: uh yeah to be honest with you it's a multifaceted approach um from a young age i was always obsessed with essentially becoming like a superhero like i was obsessed with comic books i was obsessed with a certain uh cartoon called dragon ball z yeah I don't know if you've heard of it. yeah and i wanted to be like goku and growing up i just never i just I literally i just never grew out of that mind frame i was always wanting i was always wanting to be something more than what society said you could i could be or anyone could be and i was like man there must be something to this i mean it's not in the collective uh conscious of these superhuman traits for no reason there must be a way of being able to achieve something on a, on the level which we would perceive as superhuman and yeah i went through school finished school um become a personal trainer at the age of 16 Excellent. so i got got Pretty deep into the physical aspect of this reality in terms of optimizing my physical self from quite a young age totally. and then, yeah, I just had a call in around that age to just just to really sort of delve deep into um the world of conspiracy, and I just got
2: that's awesome you
0: know, <laughs> went that went down the rabbit hole, so I was when all my friends are out there uh, getting drunk in parks and banging each other and getting each getting themselves pregnant i was there reading all kinds of esoteric literature um watching videos on yeah the the federal reserve on illuminati bloodlines and from there i was just like well this seems to be the system that we're in so Mm. if if i know about this now then i'm not going to be happy for the rest of my life knowing that this is knowing this is what's going on so from there I, I was like well i need to essentially infiltrate this shit and learn from myself first hand experience so mm-hmm. i joined the freemasons at the age of 18
2: <laughs> <laughs> You, uh-oh. you <laughs>
0: it's like uh-oh yeah so um That's partially
2: badass. partially tell
0: sold me. my soul um <laughs> tell
2: me whatever you're allowed to tell me <laughs>
0: Yeah, literally, I I want to tell you everything, but I'm afraid that I'm gonna get s- some people storm my house tonight and uh, murder me in my sleep. So I need to be careful of exactly what I say. I but um,
2: I I completely understand that. I mean, there there's some of that in my family as well, as far as getting so high up and um, trying to leave and being shunned and blackmailed and incarcerated and. Uh, uh, it's this.
0: it's fine, Andrew. I I really don't give a fuck. I'd happily say everything that goes on in 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 the Masonic world, and to be honest, most of, m- most of the stuff to do with Freemasonry is massively um, misunderstood. There is a lot of dark shit going on in the upper realms yeah. of uh, Freemasonry in the upper echelons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the actual fraternity itself is is a hot pot for. Um, real deep spiritual wisdom and it's just shrouded in allegory, in symbolism, so that only the worthy initiates are the ones to be able to really understand it. And that's the problem with today's secret societies is that most of those teachings just go over everybody's head. Everybody wants to be a Mason or everybody wants to say that they're part of a secret society and they're not willing to put the work in. And that was my experience when I was in the Freemasons. I just, all the way through when I was at university, I was in the Freemasons and I pursued that Masonic career, learning as much as I could in my own self-study because all the people that are in the Freemasons that are active members don't know what the fuck's going on. Oh, absolutely They always say... (laughs) So it was like oh you're uh, you will find out as as you progress and i was like dude you're like fucking 17 you don't know what you're on about it's like i'm 18 and i know more about um, more about masonic philosophy than you do and i was i kind of just fell fell out with the uh the governing organization of freemasonry here in the uk anyway and like so i, I pretty much gave that up and was like right I'm, i don't need I don't need these special orders to uh, to find the truth, because at the end of the day, the truth is universal, dependent uh, independent of what organization claims to be holding it. And the, what the Freemasonry taught me was it be able being able to understand symbolism and read read between the lines. Absolutely. So I then used that in my uh, in further study. Uh, I worked as on a cruise ship as a personal trainer, got to travel the world. That's awesome. And yeah, well it's not as good as it sounds. It's actually a pretty shitty job. But
2: <laughs> I like I want to go to a cruise and train people and travel. I'm like we could do that together. Maybe we should start our own cru- uh our own cruise line.
0: Yeah, we definitely Hopefully should because cruises I...
2: with uh, Chris and Andrea
0: <laughs> that would be a lot better. But instead I was selling foot implants and foot implants, uh detox foot programs. Foot impl- yeah. Yeah, like like us uh, like special um special soles that you put into your okay, shoes in and order to help new you.
2: inserts here <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like how are you gonna implant a foot okay.
0: <laughs> yeah a little bit of a, a communication breakdown with uh, english <laughs> and american english um
2: i know I, regular traditional english is so much more proper we've we've made ours just so disgusting out here everything is so bastardized as far as uh, our language is as you know with the, the word magic and everything but uh that's another conversation <laughs>
0: yeah yeah and let's literally when I was on the ship, I was pretty fortunate that I was able to really travel the world and when I was doing so i was i just really opened my heart to it, and I was like right I'm gonna learn from every culture that I can I'm gonna learn their their deepest spiritual teachings i'm gonna i'm gonna learn their traditions i'm gonna learn their ancestral wisdom and yeah, I traveled the world and really delved down that rabbit hole of finding truth in any culture that i could and once i finished that i w- i went out to nepal was a, on a bit of a on a bit of a spirit quest yeah. and yeah i had that moment like on um lion king where simba looks up to the stars and mufasa's like remember who you are and then i was like shit i was like this is what i gotta do i gotta bring all this all this knowledge all the teachings that i've found since." Uh, since I finished school and I need to find a way to be able to bring this to the people. And that's pretty much what I did. I had that sort of awake awake. That was my, I guess you would call my official awakening. I've always kind of thought that I was more awake than others during uh, the time period prior. But in terms of being official, that was probably, it was probably around 2015 or so that I really sort of um, woke up and, Took the red pill and got the fuck out of there, or at least attempted to anywhere on my way.
2: I love it. I love that so much. So I'm, I'm a little disappointed that you did not become a 33rd degree Mason.
0: Uh- <laughs> <sighs> yeah, me too. I mean, like shit. If I could be a 33rd degree Mason, maybe I might just, uh, I might just, I might just liquidify primal alchemy now and just uh, go, go have some fun and some satanic rituals with the boys on top. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: I love the fact that you had exactly the journey that you had to have to find what yeah. you have to know to do what you have so. to do to to fill your karmic path and to do um, everything that you came here uh, to do. Your purpose is so beautiful, and I think it's awesome that you found this at such a young age. Um, it's it's profound. You know, I was I was dead asleep for years, and I first started waking up, um, and and my spiritual. Awakening was the very, very last thing. I was raised very much indoctrinated in the church, and don't get me wrong. Uh, as much as I was brainwashed, I loved it. I loved going to church. I loved the tradition, the ritual, the singing, the camaraderie. Because it really was a, a church based on the actual teachings of Christ. It wasn't. Um, it, it wasn't some bullshit with like pedophiles in the background. It was like, oh, love your neighbor, be forgiving. Like it was actually good tenants, um, and I loved it but i started waking up to the bullshit of religion very early i then i started waking up to the bullshit of the medical matrix and oh, yeah. i started doing that at about 17 years old um so i'm i'm older i was um i was about 2000 2001 and <laughs> it, it was kind of a never ending progression of research and then i finally had an a spiritual awakening in 2012 so I was I was like always awake to the system. I was a I, I knew about Big Pharma. I knew about Monsanto. I knew about Bayer. I knew about all this stuff. I knew about chemtrails, GMOs. I had all this knowledge, all this going on. You know, I I denounced um, being involved in politics. Everything. I was very aware of the agendas in the system, but I didn't mm-hmm. have that last spiritual component because when I denounced my faith, probably in 2003, I'm guessing when I said. I'm no longer a Christian. This is bullshit. Like, and that was a very painful uh, decision to make. Actually, I had to grieve the loss of my Lord and Savior for quite some time because my God was everything to me. You know, I, I I went, I went to private Christian school for twelve years. Uh, That's no joke. That's very intense. And you know, my my school was in my church. Uh, So not only was I going to church on Sunday and youth group on Wednesdays and church camp and all these retreats and all that stuff, but I was in church Monday through Friday as a student. So (laughs) I mean, so I was to say I was completely programmed into that. So when I broke free of that, it was a rude awakening and it was a very, very tough decision. But that goes to show how I don't suffer cognitive dif- dissonance. When I'm presented with information that goes against all of my core beliefs, all of my desires, all of what I want to be true, I have no choice but to change my opinion because I'm not a closed-minded, unintellectual bastard. <laughs> I have, when I'm, when I'm confronted with new information, as painful as it is, I have to say, oh shit! Everything I thought was wrong. Show me the way. Show me the real way, the real truth, and the real light. You know what I mean? So to to, I, I kept that secret from my family for a long time that I had uh, denounced my Christianity, and it was probably like seven or eight years ago. My mom looked at me and she goes, "You're not a Christian anymore, are you?" Was like, <laughs> Good one, mom. Oh. Good observation. You know, but she knew. She knew. Just by the things I was saying, by the way I was acting. And I said, no, I'm not. And it really pained her to think her her little baby daughter was going to hell. You know what I mean? Because if you believe <laughs> that Jesus Christ died on, your, on, on the cross for your sins and he resurrected himself and all this stuff. And uh, if you don't believe that, you are not getting into heaven. So she believes I'm going to be gnashing my teeth and weeping for all of eternity. And that's so painful for her and for everyone in my family. But the fact is like, I can't live in a lie. I can't, uh, I can't pretend to be something I'm not because that's not what source wants either. Like if I'm not virtuous and have integrity and in all my choices and beliefs, then I'm not actually doing this thing. So you either fully abandoning yourself to the truth or you're pussyfooting with the truth and you're cock blocking the truth and you're being disingenuous. And uh, that's just not who I am. I have to go the full, uh, the full Monty. And uh, yeah, well, it, exactly. it can be painful, but you got to rip off the bandaid and you just got to look. So when I refound a spiritual connection in 2012, oh my God, how everything changed. I had no idea that I was really missing that component. Cause like I told you earlier, I'd been studying quantum theory relentlessly. So there was a part of me that was searching for, you know, in quantum theory terms like that God particle, that dark matter, that, that, mm-hmm. that, uh, primordial glue. I was looking for something. And, um, I just, my mind being, you know, biology minded, scientifically minded, I was looking for an equation, an answer, a particle, you know, I was, I was looking to like CERN of all fucking things to look at, like, but that kind of line of research, I mean, obviously what they're perpetuating is research, not the truth or the fucking scum of the earth, um, <laughs> if this earth is even the earth now, right? So um, I kept looking, I kept seeking. And finally when I found it, oh my God, what a joy to finally bring that mind, body, spirit together and Find that trilogy, find that Trinity, find that wholeness, and ah aha, I have the answer, you know, at least for myself. Um so that's been the most beautiful uh beautiful thing ever. And then to share that with other people, you know, as a personal trainer, working with working with people's skin suit, as I call it, you know, their avatar, their physical being. The
0: avatar vessel. Yeah, their temple,
2: their vessel, their home of their soul. Um You know, they'll come to me for that. And then by the time I'm done with them, you know, they're meditating, they're, they're eating (laughs) raw foods, they're taking superfoods. They know the truth about cancer. They're not vaccinating. And, um, I just think it's so beautiful that those are the kind of clients that I'm attracting. Not that that was their intention going in, but, Their subconscious need, their vibrations, their frequency they're seeking has let them naturally be pulled to me vibrationally through resonance. And, uh, it's the most beautiful thing ever to see people wake up on that level and be a part of their journey has been so, so, so rewarding, um, you know, as a certified raw food nutritionist, um, I've reversed my – I've helped guide my clients. I should not take any credit for this. I've helped, helped guide my clients to reverse their diabetes, reverse cardiovascular disease, reverse, yeah, uh, different forms of heart disease, really take control of their health. Because, you know, everyone wants to dismantle the medical matrix. But we can't dismantle it unless we fully understand it. And we can't dismantle it unless we have a damn good solution. So the solution is becoming aware, knowing what's going on with the vaccinations, with the food, with the pills, with the way that the doctors are indoctrinated. And then going back to nature, going back to that sacred teaching, what the ancients knew, that uh, going back to what is our birthright. And uh, that's the solution. That's always the solution. The solution's not in a goddamn pill. Um, so it's like I'm very much solution-based and I won't even bring up a problem. I won't even bring up an agenda unless I have a, a damn good solution for it. Because I think that's what instills fear in people. Oh, my God, there's chemtrails. Oh, my God, what do you mean electromagnetic frequencies? What's this 5G rolling out? You know, what about these GMOs? If I didn't have practical solutions – I wouldn't mention it at all. So that's kind of where I'm at, and I know that's where you're at too, with what you're doing and um, the things that you're providing this realm as far as solutions are. Because if we're not focused in the solution, we're actually a part of the problem. So I, I'm just so um, honored that my soul chose chose this vessel to to partake in this part of you know being that paradigm change. We're not shifting, you know, the word shift is all fine and dandy, but this is a radical paradigm change. This 5D new earth, um, is not a shift. It's. it's black and white. You know what I mean? It's not a gray area. It's we now are no longer accepting the old paradigms. We're not participating in that. And that's on a mind, body, spirit level. We're operating through the heart only. We're operating through compassion and unity. Um, We're all of service to each other. Uh, So I don't know. I'm just so excited to be a part of the solution and not uh, letting fear steer my life, honestly.
0: Yeah. I mean I totally agree with you and it's like for me it's an, it's a natural outcome. If there's a problem that arises, a solution. it's like you can't have one without the other. If the problem arises, there will be a solution for it. And in it's literally what the what research and all this down to its core has really taught me through the years of doing this is that this is our destiny. And the people that are in control, they understand that this is our destiny. They understand that they are going to lose their power. They are going to lose their control. And they are doing everything that they can that's left within their uh, power structure that they currently have to stop or at least, uh, at least slow down this this whole um, evolution of our consciousness and the evolution of the, of the planet as well.
2: Even if, we and didn't it's been... evolve, even if we didn't evolve, Chris, even if we stayed just right where we are, They know what powerful, power, what powerful motherfuckers we are. That's why there's this ridiculous war in our consciousness. Of course, there is an evolution happening. There is an evolution of all things with us as spiritual, magical beings. However, they want, they don't even want us to evolve because even where we're at right now, we are such powerful manifestors. We are such powerful creators. Sure. There is an intentional war on our pineal gland, on the way we vibrate, on every aspect of us. That's why we're being poisoned by air, by sea, by land—you name it—we're being fried. Um, it, it's crazy. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But
0: <laughs> no, it's like literally—that's pretty much what I was going to come on into, come on to anyway. The point that I was going to make, and it's um, yeah, it's it's just
2: this war on consciousness. Yeah,
0: it literally is a war on consciousness. And if you if it only takes one to look at ancient cultures, ancient monuments, looking at the Great Pyramid, go into Machu Picchu, go into Teotihuacan, and go into Angkor Wat or the Angkor region, and seeing what we when we are in alignment with our higher self, what we are capable of producing, and they it's superpowers. Like we literally have superpowers that lie dormant inside of us, and when people are, "Where's the evidence? Where's the evidence like of these advanced like, civilizations?" Look at
2: it; it's right here. Yeah. it's
0: it's literally right there, and all it then what it takes is for the initiated in or, to be able to read the message that's encoded within these monuments, that's encoded within these monuments, and mirrored in the stars, and the message is is that you're more than you've been led to believe and you're more powerful than you could ever, ever comprehend. You
2: are everything is what I, is the message that I've decoded from that. And, you know, decoded is even a a strong word. It's so obvious the way the stars are aligned and the, the, the old etchings and paintings and every symbology, every piece of sacred geometry. It's not cryptic it's very easy um it's it's showing us the fractal universe it's showing us real energy it's it's showing us all these beautiful things that are just our true nature and uh it's just so funny how people refuse to look at the most simple and it really is this lifestyle is about simplicity it's about effortlessness it's about ease when we look to nature and we look at fibonacci sequence for example. Is it struggling or is it just... It
0: takes the easiest path.
2: Effortly, path of least resistance. If it, it, It's the most beautiful, abundant thing. Oh, you want abundance? You want affluence? Look to nature. Look how it doesn't try. It just is. And that is our true nature. We naturally are masterful creators that create with effortless ease. We do have these superhuman powers. There's a reason all these amazing... Ancient sites were built just like you said. It's not magic. It's not, I mean, it's our magic, but it's not something that's um, impossible to conceive. We just have to look to the truth. And like we were saying earlier, the truth is so simple. The truth is so obvious. The evidence is everywhere that people refuse to look at it because in their mind, it has to be complicated. It has to be some sort of mechanical thing. Maybe it was aliens. Maybe it was this. Maybe it was that. You know what I'm saying? They refuse to look at the truth because the truth is just too pure. It's too easy. It's right there. And that's what's so frustrating. But for me and my lifestyle and what I do with clients is that's what I teach them we have to get back to simplicity. We have to look at nature. You know, when it's overcomplicated, that's wrong. That's what they want. That's struggling. That's forcing. That's not in spirit. Mm -hmm. I can be in the world of information, the world of form, which is complicated and about the material, or I can be inspired in spirit, or I can live in the world of spirit where everything happens with effortless ease. You know, even when it comes to uh, manifestation, there was a couple years ago. I okay, so a lot of people don't know this about me. I'm a former radio host. I'm a former um, television host. I'm a former play uh, Playboy model, and a mm. lot of people have no idea uh, because I don't talk about that because it doesn't matter. And when I quit all that, i like, please don't start googling me. When I quit, all, when I fuck, when I, been cooled down. I know. I heard your keys going. When I, uh, <laughs> when I quit all that. I started making, you know, 20% income level of what I was making. And, you know, my partner, uh, my husband, he's been with me, um, uh, for 16 years. We've been married for nine next month. Um, he's not as awakened as I am. He's woke, but he's not woke as fuck, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I'm fine with. Everyone's entitled to the dignity of their own journey. And, um, He's like, "Aren't you going to get um online? Don't you need to start looking for jobs? Don't you aren't you worried about finances or income?" And I go, "No, I'm not worried at all." He's like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "I'm just going to manifest some abundance." <laughs> he's like <laughs> He's yeah. like, "What are you talking about? You need to go get <laughs> applications." I go, "No, no, 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 no. You don't understand. I'm going to do my best manifestation right here at home, and all I need from you is to keep me happy. Because as long as my emotions and my vibration is of joy and eagerness and gratitude and divine, infinite, unconditional love, I'm going to call in so much motherfucking wealth and abundance and effortless finance and and financial success into my life, you're going to be blown away. And he was like, "Um, okay, you're a little crazy. (laughs) No pressure. He's like, but I've seen you do it before. So, uh, okay, if all you need me to do is keep you happy, uh, then let's do it. And so I literally didn't do shit for like six months. I'm like, you know, doing yoga in my house and dancing around and listening to my 432 hertz music and, you know, going to raw vegan dinners and being of service, like, literally being of the most beautiful service to humanity. and helping alcoholics and drug addicts and the homeless and people with mental um, disabilities and all these things. You know, really spending my time doing my life's work, which is to help other people. And guess what? I didn't lose my house. I paid cash for a car. Like, I, I'm shocked at how my bank statement doesn't dwindle because all I have to do is keep my vibration high, know the truth and birthright of my essence in being. Understand that I am a powerful spiritual uh, entity here manifested in human form and I am a creator of any reality I want. It's all relative to my vibration, my resonance, my frequency. Is my frequency the same of that of which I desire or is it not? Am I sending conflicted messages out to the cosmos or am I not? So, it's just the proof is in the is in the pudding. The fact that I didn't do shit and I got all of these people calling me for work. I didn't tell anyone I was out of work. I, I mean, <laughs> I didn't make any public declaration. I didn't even tell my mom because I didn't want her to worry about me. I didn't tell anyone. So why are all these people calling me? Oh, maybe because I called it in. I manifested that because I know I am a powerful being. And if we all knew our power and we all stopped living in fear, because you can have both, um, kind of, you can have split messages. You can say, okay, I'm going to manifest. I want money, but an underlying belief that you may not know, a limiting belief, programming that you haven't addressed yet, shadow work you haven't looked at. You might have fear. And if you have fear in your heart and you're trying to manifest, It's not going to work. And then you're going to poo-poo manifestation. You're going to poo-poo your natural powers of magic and love and light because you haven't addressed your underlying fear. So that's why people will disregard their powers and say it doesn't work. And I'm just using manifestation as an example because it's um, it's something common. People try and they can't get their mind around it because there's self-doubt. There's low self-worth. There's all this bad programming that we've shown. I have illustrated, starts in utero um, and you can't get through it. So what we have to do to get through this is we have to bulldoze through limiting beliefs. We have to eradicate that. We have to reprogram ourselves. We have to upgrade our operating system. And just like the fucking iPhone updates every year, we have to be perpetually upgrading too. Because this war in our consciousness we spoke of, it's not relenting. They are trying every way they can. And they're seeing that they're failing because guess what? The light has won. They don't know all this. People don't know all this, but they are failing. So they keep having to do additive um, <laughs> measures. Okay. The chemtrails aren't hundred percent working, you know, all the heavy metal toxicity. Okay. People are starting to take heavy metal detoxes and people are start, starting to take aqueous zeolite. People are starting to realize that they can get through this heavy metal barrage. Um, the electromagnetic frequencies aren't working so much. People are starting to load up their bodies with DHA, hexanoic acid. People are starting to use organite pyramids. People are keeping shungite around their homes. People are getting you know, blue shield devices, uh, green wave devices in their homes. Okay, this isn't working. People are waking up to genetically modified organisms. People are buying organic. People are saying no to Monsanto. People are starting to sue Monsanto. People are winning. Um, glyphosate or glyphosate and you know Roundup Ready, quote unquote, um, bullshit, is been labeled by the World Worth, World Health Organization as a Class One carcinogen. Even. The World Health Organization is public and open about these findings. People are starting to really revolt against vaccines, against the carcinogenic, the toxic, the inflammatory, and the straight poisonous adjuvants that they put in these vaccines. You know, the mercury, the aluminum, polysorbate 80, you know, aborted fetuses. Like, it's fucking crazy, People are starting to revolt. People are realizing that the pills that their doctors are giving them are giving more side effects that they they in turn need pills for. They're getting sicker the more that they go to doctors. How are we getting sicker by going to the medical professionals? So people are starting to see this matrix is not working. And even people who are not awake at all are starting to see like, okay, this isn't working. Why isn't this working? And they're starting to question. So they're now trying to add on more because we are winning. And they are terrified, but you know we've reached that critical mass where the scales have tipped, and it's like an avalanche now. Now you can't stop us. People are waking up faster and faster nowadays, and I know it doesn't seem like it, but they really are because I have more people asking me questions now than ever before, and it's not because I have more followers or anything like that. Uh, because actually, I've since waking up spiritually. I've lost thousands and thousands and thousands of online um, followers because people don't want to hear it. People want to see my tits or um, see me in a thong bathing suit. I'm like, sorry, that's not what I'm here for. That might've been part of my story, but that's not my fucking Dharma. So it has, it's not relative to the number of followers. I think it's relative exactly to where we are in the world right now, energetically entering the new earth. Uh People are waking up. But so since we know that this full spectrum assault is happening, we have to wake up on every level and start educating and spitting that truth and reminding people not to be in fear. You are a limitless spiritual being. You came here. You are divinity in disguise in this vessel, in this skin suit, in this avatar. You are everything. You just have to realize your power, eradicate self-doubt, Start practicing your gifts. Start honing into your personal talents and your unique dharma, your unique purpose that you came here to do and embody that love, that light. And I don't mean to be cheesy about, oh, the love and the light, but it's true. You are divine love from divine love who will return to divine love. You are pure light. I mean, it's the most exciting thing ever. Step into your role. Step into your power and you are unstoppable. They cannot stop you. When you are in fearlessness. So I think that's the main thing. They've created a uh, a world of fear mongering um, on every level, you know, with wars, with food, with oh my god, the flu is coming, you know, avian flu, swine flu, Ebola. Fuck <laughs> yourself in the ass with that. <laughs> hey, have you had a have you had a motherfucking flu? I haven't had a motherfucking flu.
0: Man, I haven't been ill since I was like a kid when I was being fed turkey twizzlers. I think that was the last time I was That's what I'm
2: saying. I don't get sick. I don't vaccinate. I don't get sick. You know what I do? I take medicinal mushrooms, baby. I take algae, baby. Like I love myself and I anchor in my health every day with meditation and affirmations. Um, You know what? I would love to talk to you about like um, the power of gratitude and the power of – anchoring in and calling in your reality through uh, gratitude because I didn't even know what I was doing when I was doing it. And I started like really calling in all this crazy uh, stuff into my life by being grateful. And, you know, a lot of people don't understand. Gratitude is a huge buzzword in the spiritual community. You know, oh, be grateful. Hashtag attitude of gratitude. It's like, no, 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 no. (laughs) You don't understand. Gratitude is a frequency gratitude is saying I already have it because you and I know time is bullshit. Time is not real. Time is a man-made construct. Any self-respecting physicist or scientist will not say time. He or she will say time-space continuum. Why is that? Because time is an illusion It's bullshit. I can go right back in time right now with a memory. I can smell a fucking, you know, strawberry muffin and be taken right back to being four years old in my mountain cabin with with my mom and my dad. You know, I can go forward. I can go backward. Time is not real. So when I profess gratitude, I'm telling the universe that I already have exactly what I want. And typically I give gratitude for things that I do already have but I can anchor in my health, for example, with gratitude. I am disease free. Thank you so much for my body being so immaculate at healing. And thank you so much for my incredible immune system. Thank you to every cell in my body working proficiently. Thank you for my mitochondrial health. Thank you for my brain health. Thank you for my nervous system health. I get into this all the time because I'm really truly fucking grateful for the fact that my body is working so effectively and efficiently and proficiently when I know all this um, assault is happening on it. If we do that every day, do you know how we're going to anchor in true health? When we say these things out loud, when we feel them at an emotional level, our body believes this at the cellular level. Every single cell in our body has its own intention. It has its own ego in all honesty. Because let's talk about cells, for example. What's the difference between a liver cell and a heart cell? How do they know how to function differently? They're the same fucking shit. They're carbon. They're nitrogen. They're, you know, they're, they're made of the same stuff. So why do they perform differently? How do they know how to perform differently? It's that quantum glue of intention. They have an intention too that's what makes them different. They have a little ego on them too. So what do we do? We got to coddle that ego. I love you. I'm so grateful for you. You know, appreciation goes a long way. You talk to your body, you tell your body you love it. And guess what? It'll love you right back. It's it's the power of manifestation. We put out energy of pure love and gratitude and we're met with it Tenfold, hundredfold, sometimes a thousandfold back in Um, return—it's insane. So, what I like to do with my gratitude practice, I like to do it while I drive. Um, What better way to spend my time? And I don't listen to anything. I don't have on music. I don't. uh, I'm not disturbed. Um, Sometimes I'll have some sort of frequency on. You know. a hertz frequency that's additive to my experience. But a lot of times I'm just so in the moment. And I'll start small with things I'm just really truly grateful for in my life. And I'll let it snowball into a huge um just emotional uh espousing of gratitude. And a lot of times it's just in my head but i feel it in my heart it feels like my heart is hugging my entire body from the inside out i'll get goosebumps at times because i'm completely mean what i say and if people could just start small with practicing gratitude like that not even getting into meditation you know if they're if they're listening to this show and they're like oh, okay these people are like way off into la la land meditation that that's intimidating <laughs> start with fucking gratitude you know? And if you feel like you have nothing to be grateful for, start with the shit that's obvious. I'm grateful for the sun beating down on my body, the heat it provides my skin. And, you know, I could get into the biology and the science of the sun, but a lot of people aren't there yet. I'm grateful for the air I'm breathing. I'm grateful for the car I'm driving. I'm grateful for the bed I sleep in. I'm grateful for the the shoes on my feet. You can start with something. And it can turn into something much greater. But if we just started practicing gratitude, all of us collectively, oh man, they in their war on consciousness, they'd have to try a lot harder. Um, because they have us in that energy and that resonance and that frequency of fear and lack and poverty consciousness. Even the even the super wealthy are in poverty consciousness, you know, holding onto their money, letting it stagnate mm-hmm. and coagulate and strangle them. Um, and they're in fear too. I know plenty of rich ass people that are in in poverty consciousness they're in fear they're not spending money they're they're worried about the next recession this or that that's systematic that's intentional that's by design so if we all started practicing gratitude as uh, as you know a species in humanity you know how radically we could change the world
0: yeah i mean I, i totally agree with you it's what you just really hit the nail on the head there it's like the key to this whole process is the frequency of love and it's the it's that frequency that is the universal frequency and if you can have your microcosm your cell radiate and resonate with that frequency of love it's as above so below if you can have your cell radiate that same frequency as the heavens above then you connect you make that direct you make the stairway to heaven inside of you, and that's literally how you hit these higher states of consciousness. It's all through the power of love and the power of um, the power of that the frequency of gratitude.
2: Absolutely, and you know, like you said, with studying all the ancient civilizations and you know the way these different cultures live and act. You know, I've studied religions, and just it says it in the Bible. You know, these things that the kingdom of heaven is inside of you but what i've learned too is having studied religions, I'm actually my ex-boyfriend, uh, that was his major in college was the history of religion. I was like, "Oh god."
0: <laughs>
2: well, fun, <laughs> going into this like hardcore christian and i actually converted him at the time. That was really, you know, eye-opening, but that was one of the reasons i it, that helped me wake up. Every single religion, no matter what the deity, no matter what they're praising, no matter who their lord and savior is, every religion says God is love. Not one doesn't. So that to me is complete God consciousness. Source is love. God is love. Great spirit is love. The creator is love. Um, the unified field is love. So how do I tap into that? Through love. And self-love is one of the best ways to get there. Um you know, I, I have several different techniques that I can use to help get me to that pure bliss state, um, and it all starts with truly loving myself, honoring.
0: Before myself. you go into yeah. that, Andrew, Just, uh, to, just, to, just to, no, 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 just, just to distinguish between the two, because I know that this is one that, um, one that really comes up in people's minds when you talk about love. Like, how do you distinguish? the difference between self love and the feeling of s- over self indulgence of
2: well that sounds vi- neat. Of- that's self loathing <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> overindulgence <laughs> is fucking denial overindulgence is delusion it's um it's you it's you not caring about yourself you know i've been overindulgent in alcohol and drugs and food why? Because I was empty spiritually. There was no self-love going on there. Self-love is not also synonymous with self-care. People see a meme on Instagram, oh, self-care, self-love. They go get a goddamn massage. There's no self-love there. Self-love is knowing who you are. Self-love... Okay. So the, in my opinion, uh, spirituality is self-awareness, right? If I know every thing about myself my beliefs my thoughts my actions my character my behaviors to the innermost core i know my shit um, i'm i'm spiritual i'm enlightened i understand why i do the things i do and because i have that understanding i can change them i can go down to,
0: you know yes
2: i can go down to the underlying root fear of everything when i know myself When I know myself, that means I know my shadows. That means I've done the work. That means I've transmuted my bullshit into straight love. It doesn't mean I denounce my shadows. It doesn't mean I say, oh, yay, I've seen them. I'm done with them. It means I accept them. And because I've shined the light on them, they no longer hold power over me. That is self-love. That's me saying hey, I used to have a drinking problem. I don't anymore. I fucking love myself. That's me saying like, I used to be completely brainwashed. That's okay. That's fine. That was part of my story. It had to be that way. That's me not living in regret. Regret and shame, self-doubt, low self-worth. That is the opposite of self-love. Self-love is honoring and accepting every facet of my being, my journey, who I am, what I look like, what I think like, the good and the bad choices of my life and honoring them for the lessons and the opportunities they give me or the things they've taught me or looking at my mistakes I've made in the path and saying, oh, I could have done that better. I'm going to change the way I think and eat and drink and be and move forward. So self-love is self-awareness And it's acceptance. It's not denouncing the facts. It's not burying them in the sand. It's not pretending that they don't exist. And it's not being all, woo-woo, life is perfect. I'm so happy. Namaste. That's bullshit. (laughs) Fucking bullshit. I can't namaste away um, vaccines. I can't namaste away the fucking Federal Reserve. I got to get real. I got to get real with myself and not live in fear but it comes down to loving myself. And self-love is not, you know, like I said, getting a massage. That that's part of self-care, that's beautiful, that's amazing. Self-love is loving my journey. It's accepting every goddamn thing that's happened in my life and saying it had to happen that way. You know, I've been in a lot of pain in my 35 years. A lot of joy too, but a lot of despair, anguish, which was really just amplified frustration. Of, you know, seeking and seeking and seeking for that spiritual ecstasy in all the wrong places. And that anguish had to happen in order to bring me to this level of love and understanding. And I could look back right now and be like, Oh my God, I can't believe I went through that. I'm a survivor. Like, fuck that. No, it had to happen that way. I'm my darkest moments. I actually, that's part of my gratitude practice. I give gratitude every day for the despair I was in because it is that contrast that I need to really, truly know the love and the light that I'm living in today. Because what happens is when you wake up and you get spiritual and you meditate and you do gratitude and you eat really well and your vibration's super high, things get really good. <laughs> so yeah, so how's that a problem? Because things get so good that I forget how bad they were that I can start to rest on my spiritual laurels. I can maybe let up on my 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 wellness. I can let up on my diet. I can let up on my meditation because you know what? Things are really good. I don't need my tools because things are really good. So I can never forget the despair from which I came because I can forget and then I can slip back. And uh, they want me to slip back. I'm not fucking slipping back. So it's really important that I honor every part of myself and that I truly accept it and I truly embrace it. And that to me is self love. Self love is not delusion. Self love is not denial. Self love is full inner knowing, full introspection. And I'll tell you what a lot of people do this with um, entheogens, with plant medicines, with frog medicines. Um, I don't. I've done, I've done. Every single moment of clarity that I've had in every epiphany has not been with medicines. Have I done medicines? Of course, who hasn't? But that's not where I get my aha from. I get my aha from going within and looking at my own bullshit and scrutinizing my own stuff and looking down with a pen and a paper to what underlying fear uh, are these actions and thoughts and beliefs stem from, and that's how I find mine. So we all have our different process, and I think uh, I think it's so beautiful meeting all these different spiritual beings and seeing what our karmic and dharma, our path is, um, because we all have such different ways. I really think in this lifetime that um, that I'm not supposed to use medicines to wake up. I think that I came into this lifetime to do it the hard way, and I love that. <laughs>
0: Started the game on hard mode. That's a fucking brave choice from the soul. Yeah, one. and
2: I love it. You know, you know I, I think I've been here. I, I think I've incarnated several times before. I'm not sure how many times. Uh, but, you know, I really came into this, this realm as an old soul this time around. And um, I think that, it, yeah, I wanted that. I wanted that like advanced level, like we're going to put you in a really fucked up situation. And you know, I haven't given you my full story. My full story could probably take hours, but I'm going to put you in this really fucked up situation where you are crippled by the matrix. You are so in the problem. You have no idea. Your vibration's so low. Let's see if you can play this video game and climb your way out and go. <laughs>
0: That's the hero's journey, though. That's that's so part of the journey. Yeah, and that's
2: not to say I'm done. And that's not to say I can't go right back to level one. You know, just like in fucking video games, I fuck up, I go right back to level one, I got to start over. That's why I'm so grateful for my darkness, and I honor it. So I know that was a really long way to answer your question about self-love, but that's what it is. Self-love is self-awareness. It's self-respect. It's knowing my shit, not hiding it. And I don't have to be honest with everyone about every single one of my character defects or shortcomings, but I know. And I I when I see them creeping back in, I have to adjust them. And I have to go to source, know I am source, no I am God. Um and never let uh, never lose sight of that honor and that privilege and never let it go to my head. You know, I'm a human being uh full of mistakes, sins, bullshit, lies, ego, but you know what else? I came to this realm to be a human being. I didn't come. Yeah, you
0: have to experience the... Hu- it's all about experiencing the human life. And it's not all sunshine and rainbows. It's 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 the full package. And you have to experience and integrate... All of it to really see the fuller the full picture.
2: Right? Absolutely. And that's when people who are like, oh my god, you're a personal trainer, you're too obsessed with the physical, like you gotta be like um, you know, transcendent all the time. I'm like, you're fucking tripping balls. First of all, we came from transcendence, <laughs> we came from an infinite realm of love. We chose to came to come and and, and incarnate in this realm to have this vessel, to have this skin suit, to experience this realm, to have this myriad and spectrum of emotions, to have trials and tribulations, to do all these things. But the human body is the platform through which we experience this realm. So don't I want an optimized uh, avatar, don't I want to have the best fucking temple of God possible? Like exactly, are you guys yeah. Purpose? I mean, and how can I just, if I'm if I'm a human being? Or I'm sorry, if I'm a spiritual being and I'm so rigorous in my dharma. Oh, I'm here with purpose. I'm spiritual. I'm spiritual. How the fuck can you fulfill your purpose if you're sick and dying? Yeah,
0: yeah. and again, this is this is one of my big. My big uh, points that I always try to make with people: It's like, so you start a brand new RPG game, and you're some basic, l- low level ass character, <laughs> and the game's not really that fun. It's quite challenging, and then you have you have to do you have you can't just you can't enjoy the game unless you level up. Unless you can't you can't get to level 100 by staying in the uh, in the first section of the map. Yes getting getting low low xp you need you need to challenge yourself you need to uh you you need to put yourself out there face the dragon and that's where the rewards are and that's how you level up and that's where you see what you're truly capable of it's like that adversity is like a steroid for spiritual growth and why would you want some basic low level avatar you want you want to be the the best you can be. You want to have your sh- your strength points maxed out. You want to have your intellect points ma- maxed out. You want to have powers and mana points maxed out. And all of this doesn't come through just living the easy life. No.
2: The, the easy night life does not beget any personal evolution or metamorphosis. And it all comes down to perspective. You know, I can see something horrible happening in my life as literally the w- most... Horrible thing that's ever happened. It's debilitating. I'm going to go into a depression. I'm going to overdose on medication. I'm going to go to alcohol. I'm going to hit the bars. I'm going to fucking hate myself. Or I can see something horrible happening in my life as an opportunity for growth. I have trained my brain to only see the light in every situation. I live a life of silver lining. I'll get a flat tire on the freeway, like literally, my tire will fucking explode on the freeway, and I will pull over and say, thank you, God, for protecting me from whatever you wanted to protect me down a mile on the road. I know that everything that happens in my life is a detour for my highest and greatest because that's the alignment I'm in. That's the frequency I'm in. I know that any time something happens, it's an opportunity to be thankful or it's an opportunity To up level. That is my only choice. Mm -hmm. And so when any problems come in, say it's a marital problem, say it's a problem with career and finances, say it's a problem with my family, how can I use the spiritual principles and the universal laws of the universe to help this situation and up level my game? And since my spiritual awakening in 2012, that is my only purpose on a day in and day out basis. And it's Fucking incredible, and people think I'm full of shit. You know, um, I'll have I'll have friends that will call me with a flat tire, and they're like, "Oh my god, I don't know what to do." I'm like, "Well, first take the next indicated action. Like, get on the phone. <laughs> like, get this fixed." <laughs> um, I say, "But just think, maybe your higher power, maybe source, was protecting you from something. Maybe getting you off the road was the best thing, or maybe this is going to teach you to get out of yourself and have some courage and learn self sufficiency." Maybe this is a lesson to get you to learn some things about yourself. And they're like, what? You're crazy. I called you for a shoulder to cry on. And I'm like, well, that's the way my brain is trained. And that's just it. Could you imagine if I went through life, if every little hiccup, every little time I stubbed my toe or, you know, had an issue, fuck, oh my God, this is the worst ever. That's that's the worst ever. That perspective of impending doom? is the worst ever. I have the perspective of impending magic, of impending excellence. Uh, like beauty and divinity is eminent in my reality. So it is all perspective. It is all using every incident that happens in our life as an opportunity to up level. And we have to see that. Otherwise we're going to be, you know, enslaved by the bondage of self-doubt and fear. Oh, man.
0: So true. I mean, there's no fun in playing an RPG and your character gets out of breath when you're trying to climb up a mountain. You're like, what the fuck, man? You're like, seriously? So why would you like that? Why would you like that to happen in real life? Like, why are you not doing anything you can in order to have your this vessel, which our consciousness is directly connected to? Why... Why are you not having it fully optimized? Why are you not allowing yourself to experience the magic that's ca- that this body's capable of? Like the human body is the most advanced piece of quote unquote machinery in the universe. Like the secrets of the universe are encoded and embedded within the human body. Absolutely. And for people to take no interest in it is almost—it's almost like it's—it's a—it's a essentially a direct sin. It is.
2: But if they take interest in it, they have to take responsibility for it. So then they can't blame other people when something goes wrong. It's, it's about accountability. People don't want to take ownership. People don't want to take accountability because if they can't blame, then their whole fucking inner narrative is fucked. So the thing that we know, the enlightenment that we've come to, is that taking care of the human body, which we know is a spiritual act in and of itself in and of itself is simple as all hell i just have to get back to nature so what is nature things that are naturally found coming out of the ground as mother nature intended doesn't include you know bastardization of the nutrients doesn't include restructuring the molecules Or, you know, homogenizing something or pasteurizing something or reformulating something or making a synthetic version of it. It's what did earth provide? Because let me tell you, and you know this, nature didn't fuck up. Source didn't fuck up. What fucks shit up is egos and ideas and bad ones. Um, You know, anything that's for profit. There's no profit in plucking, um, you know, a vegetable from the garden. There's no profit in that. But that's what keeps us healthy. And in this day and age where we are being bombarded with all these toxins and poisons, that's where we got to get into more superfoods and keeping it raw and biodynamics and enzymes and all these beautiful phytonutrients and phytochemicals. So it's, But it's all back to nature. It's all back to simplicity. It's not complicated because source isn't complicated. Source is easy. Source is effortless. Source is affluent and abundant. Um, and it's all, um, symbiotic. It's all synergistic. It's so beautiful. When you look at the effortless ease of like a roaring river, right? It's like going down full speed ahead, but it's not trying. It just is rampant and beautiful and relentless and strong and powerful. But what happens when it, you know, pours its beautiful water over the soil, it's transporting minerals and oxygen and life force. To the roots, the trees that sit at the riverbank, and then what happens? The trees of the, uh, the the leaves of the trees become abundant, and they flourish. And there's affluence in the tree. And then what happens? Birds start to nest there, and then eggs hatch, and then there's an affluence and abundance of song in the forest. And then what happens? The circling prey—they have an abundance of food. It's like so nature is effortless, it's effective, it's abundant, and it's affluent. And isn't that what we all want? So what's the solution? Get back to nature. Get back to that source code, like you said.
0: To live within nature's law, to follow nature's rule book.
2: Yes. I'm like, literally, I have a pen in my hand. I'm about to do like a mic drop with my pen. I'm like, that's it. I mean, the secret is there is no secret. That's the fucking funny part. Well, people want a pill, they want, you know, I have clients, oh god, it's so annoying. They want a meal plan. They want me to be a dietitian and tell them what to eat and do this and I go, it's not there's no secret. Eat from the earth, use your intuition. Do you think I count my calories? No. I don't track my motherfucking macros. Do you think you know, like people in ancient times had my fitness pal on their phone and were trapped, putting in their portions and their calories and No, they weren't doing any of that shit. You know why? That's complicated. That's neurotic. That's a part time job. You're not paying me for. All I have to do is align with nature and I don't have to count or track or care because nature nourishes me because I am nature. This body is nature. We're part of it and only ego and beliefs separate us from that. So all it takes, like all it takes is a right sizing of the ego pop that motherfucking ego, come back down to earth. See yourself who you are in this and also see yourself who you are in this. Get over your bad ideas and step into your divinity. It's a beautiful thing. And it almost sounds like a paradox. How can I lower my ego when I'm saying I'm this masterful creator of love and light? Because as a masterful creator of love and light, you don't need an ego. I don't need to prove the fact that I'm fucking right. It doesn't matter to me. I don't care if I'm wrong. In fact, when I'm wrong, it helps me grow. I love that. That's humility. Like, I mean, it's not a paradox at all. It's absolutely beautiful. I know to people who are hearing this, maybe for the first time, they don't get it. I wouldn't have gotten it either. But it's magic. It's beautiful. It's pure. It's truth. It's divine. It's life. It's why we're here. It's why we're here, man.
0: Shit. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Oh, I'm, wow. I love having conversations with you.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, you need to have that as the, the new scripture to follow. You pretty much, uh, you pretty much summed up thousands years worth of uh, sacred teachings into a 21st century rant on the establishment. I love it. Well,
2: so have you. You know, I mean, that's what we do. We p- part of our purpose here was to be hungry for the. Information to seek so that we would do all the research so that other people wouldn't have to. You know, I don't expect everyone to believe what I say. I always invite everyone to do their own research. But for me personally, Ugh, I've been researching this stuff for 17, 18 years. Um, like I said, it started when I was in high school um, I, and I was studying about nutritional wellness and I was starting to break down the medical matrix. And then it turned into more of the agendas because once you see one, you have no choice but to see them all, you know? And then bullshit like 9 11 happens and then you go even deeper into the rabbit holes and all this stuff. So I don't expect anyone to do 17 years of research to come to these conclusions. But what I have done is because I still research. That's why I'm still kind of adding on. You know, I, I'm on my 18th year of research. I, I've done it all so people don't have to. But if they want to, I can show you the way because there's a lot to navigate through. And I'll tell you, navigating through research is a lot harder now than it used to be because a lot of the studies that I used to look at, medically speaking, for example, there's studies that showed that um, broccoli and tomato eaten in tandem. Eradicate prostate cancer. I cannot find them anymore. They've been redacted from the internet. They don't exist when I know that I read them with my very own eyes. I read them. I read several papers on them. University of North Carolina, for example, there were papers on this. I read the motherfucking research because my whole um, point of entry into waking up is cancer research. That's how I woke up. And So I know I read this stuff. I was fascinated by it. I started telling everyone I know, "Oh my god, eat broccoli, eat tomatoes, like it's the best ever." And um, I went to look it up two years ago to show to to find a link to send someone the research. It was gone. The only thing I found was one article that referred to it, and the link was dead. I was like, "They're they." are really making it hard to find the truth nowadays because when I looked that up in 2005, it was there. It was all there. So it's difficult.
0: Yeah. I mean, they they really have to, don't they? It's like back in the day when you had like raw Raymond Rife and his Rife machine and he was blasting frequencies into cancerous Ned. cells and irradiating them. Like, it was easy for them. All they had to do is just storm his uh stormer's apartment and be like, "Mate, we're taking this shit." And <laughs> if you open your mouth again, yeah. get your whole family and bloodlines dead. So yeah, it was easy back then. But now, since the in, with the internet and how easy it is to access these ideas and this research, they um they have to get up to some extra shady shit.
2: And it's just they have
0: to. It's, uh, it's
2: horrible because when I tell people, "Oh, look it up," they they have a really hard time. And what they're found with is. You know, paid CIA and Illuminati trolls that it's their job or mm. it's an AI that's putting bogus information out there, making bogus comments, creating more, uh, higher ranking on the Google algorithms, um, as far as like finding stuff. Uh, and it's all bullshit. It's all fake. Here's how I tell people to research first, never read an article. Articles are bullshit. Articles are. The author's interpretation of research they may or may not have read. It's also at the approval and the agenda of the publication. Are they writing for Huffington Post? Are they writing for CNN? Who the fuck are they writing for? Because whoever approved this, that's the agenda of that publisher. So never read an article. Only read the research. And if it's difficult for you, bear with it, um, you can, you can kind of find some dumbed down. A lot of time you can find abstracts on research papers that give you the nuts and the bolts, kind of like the Cliff's Notes version, um, where you don't have to read if you're not scientifically minded. I personally love reading science research. I find it fascinating. Um, and,
0: yeah, me too. and
2: if, and here's the thing too, I'll put it out there. If anyone listening wants me to read some research and then give you the gist, send it to me. I'm on Instagram at the Andrea Lowell. I love this stuff. It, it rocks my world. But what you want to do then is, is find out who funded the research. Is there Very important. Then a research further? Is there a conflict of interest of who's conducting the research? Do any of these quote-unquote researchers and scientists, do they work for the CDC? Do they work for the World Health Organization? Do they work for the USDA? Then you look at who's paying them, who's funding it. Um, there's all these things you can look at, and honestly, it's all there. It's, you can find it all. Always, um, you know, they, they talk about this in the Thrive Movement documentary, which I watched several years ago, follow the money. You keep following who profits from these findings. You will get to the truth. You'll either find the true research and the suppressed research, or you will find that this research is a conflict of interest. It is bogus. It is bullshit. Just like all the fucking shit with the CDC and vaccines. It's all bullshit. If, it, if the research is valid and the research is true, why aren't you doing long-term, more than four-day, seven-day studies on vaccine safety? Oh, maybe because you already have and you've blacked uh, blacked and redacted out all that. Maybe because you know that if you do, uh, you're going to have some findings you don't want. Why did you completely get rid of all the French studies and, and everything about the French studies on GMOs and tumor um, proliferation that happens at 90 days plus and, you know, Oh, God, transgenderism and all these things that happen with GMOs. How come you've told everyone that's done these studies that they're a quack? You've black, blacklisted them from science. You've gotten their, um, their licenses pulled. It's like, why? Like, you have to look at the why and you have to look at the truth. And uh, it can be really hard to navigate through. So, if you're overwhelmed by this amount of research, just know that there's people like me, there's people like Chris who love this stuff, who have done the research. So you don't have to if you don't want to. But that does mean you have to trust me. If you don't trust me, that's fine. I don't care. I don't get insulted by it. But then you have to do it yourself. Um, yeah. So there. I mean, that's the only two options. Trust people who have done, who have taken the hard <laughs> route before you, who have trudged this road ahead of you, and we are guides. I'm not your guru. I'm not your savior. I'm not your fucking healer. I'm just a guide for you to be your own guru, your own healer, and your own savior. Um, because that's what we're doing is teaching self empowerment, really, right? And um, yes, then you find so the true, you find you find the truth. So it, it's a lot, and it's hard to navigate through. So if you're new to this whole you know uh, awakening thing, know that you're not alone. First and foremost, maybe your friends and your family. Think that you're crazy. We don't. I sure as hell don't. And you can tell by listening to, you know, Chris and I. We're not we're not fools. <laughs> we're the furthest thing from dimwits you can come across. So um only listen to people who you trust. And if you're not vibing with me, fine, doesn't bother me. <laughs> You'll find the person you vibe with. So that's super important too. Find and align with your tribe. Find and align with the people who speak the language of your heart who when you hear what they say you go yes 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 that's your higher self uh when you get that yes from the heart that's not the brain where it's your soul and like your whole body warms up and you're just hungry for more listen to that that's where it's at right there
0: yeah and that's that's the perfect thing to lead on to the um like don't don't just take everything we say and run with it, That's it's awesome. like listen to what we say, yeah, you really have to it's you have to be self analytical about it, you have to investigate for yourself if you're don't fool don't fool yourself into being a slave for someone else's truth and wisdom like you have to you have to find your own truth and your own wisdom, and then it resonates at your core, whereas you can hear what we say and you might remember it and you might be able to regurgitate it well to other people, but you need to find what really resonates with your like uttermost being and that's your truth. And when you follow that, then doors will open to where beforehand there was just walls. And if you walk through those door doors with with like being be brave and walk through it with honor, integrity, then that's where the magic happens.
2: You're hundred percent right. And when it comes to those walls and it comes to those fears and our comfort zone what I realized was I saw all of those walls as 10 foot thick wide brick walls. I was like, oh my God, I'm trapped in stagnation. I can't go anywhere. I'm just going in this bullshit cycle every day of the same life over and over, same worries, same fears. And I knew what I wanted. I knew I had aspirations. I knew that I wanted a bigger, better life. But that wall, was just so fucking big. It was this fear. And when you feed the fear, wherever you put your attention and intention, it grows. And I was putting my energy and my focus and my intention and attention on that fear. No wonder it was so thick and big and scary and ominous. But what happened was I finally got the courage to break free. I was hit with enough truths, about myself, about my inner condition, about my inner constitution, about my birthright, about everything I am and are. And I burst through that goddamn brick wall. And what I realized was that wall wasn't a brick wall at all. The wall was like, it was like someone holding up a piece of like Kleenex, like a tissue. And I just had to burst through that tissue. So my point is in my mind, the fear was bigger than the actual movement itself and the action itself. My fear was of the fear. The brick wall wasn't real. The, as soon as I took that courage and had that bravery to step through the wall, it was a piece of tissue paper that I bursted right, right through. Everything is an illusion. Fear is an illusion. Fear is not real. Fear is a mental event. Where, where can you point at fear? Can you hold fear in your hand? Can you point at fear? Can you show me fear? No, it's a psychosomatic event. It's not real. It's an illusion. So I'm begging you burst through that wall. It's not a wall. It's a piece of tissue paper. Like, oh my God. And like you said, that freedom is on the other side. The miracles are on the other side that's where when we step into our divinity and our power and our purpose here on earth, that all those doors open and those walls become bridges to opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's, um, oh my God, I the, my only regret is not having woken up sooner. <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, it would have been, I wonder what it'd be like to, to grow, to literally just have from a young age, just parents that, are on this shit and on this level, and they raise you with that mind frame from birth.
2: Well, you know, it's happening before. now. It's happening now. People who are super awakened on all levels are starting to reproduce. And you know, it's really difficult because it can be very, very scary. Uh, how can I have a baby when 5G is rolling out? You know, we're going to be microwaved yeah. and personality controlled body controlled I, I don't know if you've ever heard of those studies that happened in the 1960s I, I forget who the scientists were, but they showed that with microwave radiation um, you could put entire cities to sleep by changing the frequency of the radiation you could can change you could change their behaviors you could change the way they operated you could make them volatile you could make them nice and you know so they're rolling out that was in the 1960s. It's 2018, yeah. 19. We're getting into five. Think of the
0: crazy tech they've got available now. Yeah,
2: five G is rolling out in 2020 for sure, at least across all America. So my point of that is, people are afraid. The woke community, they're they don't want to have children because why would we want to bring a baby into this world that's getting forced vaccinations that's going to be fried by wi fry uh, 5g radiation, Bluetooth everywhere, all this stuff happening. So we really have to take control of our own, uh, freedoms and we have choices. We can either safeguard ourselves in every way possible, but it's, it's difficult and it's costly. I'm not going to lie. Or we need to get the fuck out of Dodge and go to, go to like Costa Rica or, you know, uh, somewhere where there's like 3g only. <laughs> and Start like a fucking commune of badass sorcerers of love and light and um, do some stuff. So the people who need to be having children, who need to be teaching this new wave um, the truth, a lot of us are scared um, of just bringing a baby into the world and kind of ruining their existence. Because we know there's – they know that the babies coming in are of such purpose spiritually that are being incarnated in li- to this lifetime because they're not fucking around. So that's why they're doing more and more and more um, to really kind of deaden the souls of those entering this realm. So it, it can be a little off-putting, but there are solutions. There are ways to circumnavigate around everything that crazy that's happening to us in the world, and there's ways to evade it. It's just not super. Simple at the moment, but there are ways if um, one so chooses. So, yeah, not to be afraid, but to be empowered with information is the solution to that problem. I think <sighs> I know, oh, I know. Oh,
0: there's another one just dropping fucking knowledge bombs. I mean,
2: you too, baby. We're in this together. <sighs> everything I'm saying, you know, sure. I mean, it's not like I'm dropping, it's not like I'm enlightening you, like, you know, everything I'm, I'm saying. And I love that because some I'm so afraid. I'm a podcast guest on uh, several podcasts. I don't say half of this shit.
0: <laughs> you know, no, the truth, the truth, the truth never gets old, Andrew. It's like when you hear the truth, and it's and it's spoken from the heart. It resonates on a level that uh, it's. Yeah, incomprehensible. Like you can just listen to this all day, and it's you're just like, yes, Yes. It's not super. It's not superficial truth like that's force fed to us in day to day life. It's it's on a much deeper level than that, and it's that's what people need to hear. But again, like I was saying earlier, everything that we've been talking about today, there'd be little snippets where it might go over your head, and there'd be other snippets that really sort of ring a bell with you. And the stuff that rings a bell with you, research it, look it up, look it look up from multiple sources, and don't just don't just uh, listen to one side of the story. Really, really sort of uh, wise yourself up on both sides of the story, so that when you come to the conclusion, when people ask you, you've got a logical explanation to to the situation. So you are not just because some people, especially within the the quote unquote woke community, it's like they're very smart in terms of memorizing Instagram posts I know. and oh my God. regurgitating it's that, yeah. but do they actually understand the topic do they understand the counter arguments do they understand how to debate it and most of them don't they they understand the like the basics like rarely but uh yeah just <laughs>
2: yeah, this is uh, living life this way is not regurgitating instagram memes as you're saying it's a t- understanding like We're creating the memes. I'm not reposting the meme straight up. And I'm I'm creating them based on my deep understanding. And it's just like you said, I research all sides of every argument so that one, I can understand what the opposition is saying, but also I can figure out what the opposition is. Because I come in as a blank slate and I come in with an open mind. I come into any avenue of research knowing I might be wrong. And that's fine. I love being wrong because that means I can learn. And I can't be right or wrong. And I can't learn if I don't see every angle of the argument. So it's really having an open mind, looking at all of it, uh, not getting overwhelmed or scared by the information you find. Keep digging, keep looking and practice what you post. Don't just be a meme. Don't just post yeah. some shit. Massively important. Practice Massively important. what you post. Walk the goddamn walk. And, yeah. uh, that, in and that in and of itself will light people up. When people see you living a life based on truth, um, they will want what you have and they will see you as a as a light and as a beacon and they'll come to you asking, how did you do this? What did you do? Instead of you having to jam it down their throat. So um, I'm loving everything you're saying. I'm, I'm loving everything that we're saying. And like you, what you said about finding that avenue um, that resonates with you, Um, There's a lot of different avenues. And if people aren't aware, like for me, like I said, it was, it was cancer research. Um, I'm, I've always been into nutritional healing and wellness. And that's what cracked my shell and got me in there. And then it turned into, you know, more of the, You know, Illuminati type stuff, the banking type stuff, the Federal Reserve, all that, you know, and then you go deeper MKUltra, you go, then you go into, you know, the other nefarious agendas and all this, but it all comes down to the same shit, you know, like agenda 21, agenda 2030. But what you need to do is find out what area gets you like empowered. You know, I know people who were dead asleep, but they started looking at vaccines because they were having a baby and now they're totally awake. Um, so maybe it is your money. Maybe you do think taxation is theft. Look into that. Let that rile you up and keep going. Maybe it's politics. Maybe you're saying, what the fuck is all this? Start looking into the bloodlines. Start looking into all of it. Um, whatever it is, maybe it's food. Maybe it's GMOs. Maybe you're a farmer and you're sick and tired of being lied to. Oh, they said this was going to maximize my crops, but yet for some reason everything's dying and I'm not getting paid. Look at the area that triggers you, that interests you, and let it be that gateway to the divine and the supreme. Don't just stop at the empirical truths of this realm. Go and transcend to the next dimension, but just let this realm be your avenue in. It's... um. It's gonna be a wild ride and I wish everyone the best on that roller coaster because it is an up and down journey and uh it's thrilling and it's exciting and again, no you're not alone. If you need to reach out to someone, reach out to me or Primal Alchemy UK. <laughs>
0: yeah, right? I mean, for sure. It's it's just all too apparent now. I mean, like you can find some of the deepest truths going on social media platforms. Like you can read a meme on Instagram that talks about the, ho- the holy anointment of the Christ oil, the 30, the 33 vertebrae mm. activating the cranial sacral pump to get yes. the cerebral spinal fluid up and up into releasing dimethyltryptamine and literally becoming God. You can read all that, but shit, are you doing that? Like, exactly. no, you're, prob- you're probably not. Like, are you, you can read about how in order to re- really unite with your higher self, you need to, you, you need to balance the, the male, energy and the feminine energy and then reunite to our androgynous uh origins but are you doing that no so what good is it just reading it and being like you really need to embody and integrate this shit into your life and if you're not then there's just useless information you might as well just be reading you might yeah you might you might as well just be reading some bullshit tabloid newspaper
2: because it's
0: Information still going into the same place.
2: Yeah, and I, let me let me just speak on the uh, DMT <laughs> thing for a moment, um, because you're absolutely right. You know, people want to. I get into. I've gone into so many like little Instagram. Not. I don't want to call them arguments or debates, but exchanges. We'll say mm-hmm. of people who know nothing of what they speak. I can tell they know nothing of what they speak. That they have no practical experience with this, um, but. I also don't think that anyone should do any medicine unless they are called to it. You know what I'm saying? Like people have so many times said like, do ayahuasca. And I'm like, I'm not called to do ayahuasca at all. Yeah. Um, I am open to it and I will 100% answer that call when, it, when I'm called. I have no problem answering the call, but I'm not feeling called to it. You know, even with like non-psychoactive medicines, like Combo, for example, the, um, the, yeah, I've done that. the, yeah like that's non-psychoactive, but I didn't do it until I was called to it. People were trying to get me to do it for years. And I was like, mm, I have no desire to do this. I'm a 11 year practicing raw foodist. My body's clean as fuck. I don't need this shit. You know, it was a little bit of ego, but when I was ready, I answered the call. So I want to make sure everyone knows, don't do any medicine because it's cool. It's popular. People are doing it. Do it because it's in your soul to do it. And uh, it feels, it feels right. And you can't explain what that right feeling feels like. You'll just know if you're having like overwhelming fear or overwhelming hesitation, that's a no. It's normal to have a healthy fear. You know, it's normal to be nervous and a little wound up. You know, if you're going to do like a big journey of some sort, like 5-MeO-DMT, like toad medicine, like, of course you're going to be fucking a little, ah, what's going to happen? But the heart racing a little bit. Yeah. But it's like, so that's one thing. But if you're like, oh my God, oh my God, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. That's a no from your higher self to your body through emotions and thoughts. And physical feeling that you need to listen. The body is the ally of the higher self. The body is how we get the messages from the higher self. That's what our emotions are for. That's what our thoughts are for. That's what our fucking physiological responses are. If my hair stands up on my arm and I start sweating profusely, that's probably, probably my higher self saying, run, bitch, run. Uh, <laughs> so just know, I'm, I'm begging people, don't do medicines unless it's a yes. But if it's a yes, do that shit. You know what I mean? Uh, But also uh, I say that with a disclaimer, only do it with people you trust. Go to a shaman, um, know your source. And if you don't do those things and you're not doing diligent research on it, um, don't come to me when you have a bad trip.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, for sure. Just with with anything. I mean, as soon as things start to become monetized- and it's it's the exact same as when you get like genetically modified food you get like genetically modified shamans oh yeah the same aspect where it's like you got you got plenty of them that are out there for the insidious reasons and they have no issue with fucking you up not in just this realm but in the up in the higher realms as well and if you can't handle your shit in this realm you're definitely not going to be able to handle your shit in the higher realms and yeah that's that's where they're comfortable and they're they're fuck you up and they don't they don't care. They've got your money and you're powerless. So that's just something for everyone to always kind of take note of is that you really do need to do your homework before you start going into these ceremonies into these into these life events because they can be a powerful life-changing event if taken with precaution and with the right mind frame. But if you go into it wrong and yeah, let your ego take the front seat on this one, it can be a, it can be a hard ride with outcomes that you might not be wishing for.
2: Well, when I'm looking at ancient medicines, for example, for, you know, medicines, let's say like the Amazonians or people, tribes have been using for years. Do I want to take, let's, let's say I want to do an ayahuasca journey. Okay. Do I want to do this in a cement building in downtown LA with a shaman I just paid 500 bucks to that, you know, maybe is beating a drum in the background or, uh, you know, surrounded by Wi-Fi radiation, surrounded by bullshit, pollution, smog, all this stuff. Um, And who knows what other people are going to be joining me, um, giving me their energy and their whatever in this you know, pump and dump I a fucking journey shop, because we have those here in LA, just so you know. I'm not like painting a picture of uh, non reality. We have shit like that. Or do I want to follow the intention of my elders? Do I want to do it the way the elders did it? Do I want to do nature's medicine in nature? I think I want to do it the way that the ancestors did it. I think I want yeah. to honor the spiritual intention of that medicine. Don't get me wrong. I've done combo in people's homes. However, with shamans who've studied with the tribes, who go and get initiated with the tribes, who have had such crazy synchronicities and signs and symbols to say, this is your purpose. This is your passion. This is your, this is why you're here. I seek those people out. Because then that's when the location kind of trans... It doesn't matter where the the intention of the shaman, shaman helps me transcend my location. But I have seen some people running some fucking ceremonies that have no business running a ceremony. And uh, you have to do your due diligence. Just like you read the fucking nutrition facts on a cereal box, look into your shaman. Like you were saying, you have to. And I think that's one of the reasons I wasn't called to certain things for so long, I had some people in my community, man, trying to push me into combo. And I keep using that as an example just because it keeps popping into my mind. And uh, I was just like, no, 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 no. I'm not – I don't want to. Then when the medicine woman entered my life who was on the level, who was – it was her – Oh my gosh, she spent so much time in the Amazon. She spent so much time with these tribes. She has a personal relationship to the frog in which she gets the wax off of it and she honors it and she does, you know what I mean? Like, it's a whole beautiful thing. As soon as she came into my life, oh, I want to do combo now. So it's really about listening to your intuition and not letting other people tell you what to do. Um, finding the person that resonates with your heart And don't be afraid to ask questions. A true shaman, a true light worker, a true warrior of the light will not care if you ask them questions because only my Mm -hmm. ego would be insulted by you wanting to have the best experience or not. Like, ask me questions, ask me where I studied, ask me, you know, what my experience is, ask me my story. I don't care. I, I couldn't care less. If you don't want to work with me, great, that's your decision. I don't get insulted. People who truly leave their ego at the door will not be insulted by you asking them questions. So have no fear and uh, know that we're all in this together. But yeah, you have to be wary of, um, you know, snake oil salesmen too, or people that are just trying to make a quick buck because stuff is popular. Or um, So just make sure people are on the vibe, on the level. And um, if you're not sure, skip, you know, just skip if you're not sure. That's what I have to say.
0: Shit, yeah. Well, wow, Andrew, I mean closing in on the two hour mark now, so uh Wow,
2: time flies when you're talking Yeah, you know, love and light and solutions and agendas. Exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. I mean you, you summed it up earlier, time is relevant to your uh, perception of it. And if you're in the if you're in the flow, then shit, these two hours go by quick. Whereas
2: that's if it funny. was uh
0: yeah, if it was a bit of a shitty conversation, then, yeah, it probably would have dragged it up and, like, fuck this. I'm just going to stop recording. You know, um, let me,
2: but yeah. let, let, we should just I, – I know we're out of time, but, like, quickly, when people are curious about what their purpose is, what their gifts are, what their talents are, and they're not sure, I don't know why I'm here. I, don't, I can't find my purpose. We are all given unique talents, uh, gifts, uh, perceptions that no one else has exactly that same delivery of. Um, in this mm-hmm. entire world, when you find what that is and you do that action, whether it's talking um, like you and I are doing or it's dancing, it's singing, it's taking pictures, it's healing, it's doing Reiki, it's leading meditation classes, it's yoga, whatever the fuck it is. When you find that you are in a timeless state and that you're in the flow, you are yeah. your purpose, you have found your dharma that's it
0: that's true bang
2: yeah headshot that's it man i would love to i'm like i'm already inviting myself back when can we do this again yeah.
0: <laughs> fuck let's just do it every night <laughs> shit let's just make it the chris and andrea show i'll i'll rebrand the whole podcast
2: <laughs> sorry oh man i just love talking to you yes
0: yeah, sign andrea i mean really enjoyed this and hope everyone else that was listening to this enjoyed it we uh we definitely went deep didn't really sort of stick to anything in particular which was good so everyone seems to have pretty much would have got a, quite a wide spectrum of uh topics that got brought up to go and research further um what i what i'm gonna start doing on the hit here is to ask every guest if you could choose one physical mental or spiritual practice to integrate into your life now what would you tell people to do.
2: Damn. I've just got flooded with um, like all of them. Um, I I think it's going to come back down to the, what, what I talked about earlier, it's gratitude. Because if you start practicing gratitude, whether you meditate, whether you eat raw, whether you move your body, by practicing gratitude, you will start to rewire your brain. And anyone can do it, you know. Like I said, I do it while I drive, and you will start changing your perception because what we human beings have is a disease of perception. And once we can change our perception into, like I said in my own life, seeing the silver lining in every situation, being grateful for every negative thing that happens in my life—that's magic. And then when you switch your perception in that regard, then you'll want to eat well, you'll want to move your body, you'll want to meditate. Uh, you'll, you might even want to buy some crystals. You know? So um, <laughs> I would say start with what's doable. And um, what I have my uh, people that I help in their life do, I'll say, you know, you can do a gratitude list every morning, email it to me, text it to me, or you could do it in a journal um, or do it on your drive to work. So I would I would implore everyone listening, if they are not in a regular gratitude practice, you know, even just see if you do want to do it on your drive to work. See how much better you feel when you step out of that car and you walk in the door of your job, it will change your entire day. And it's giving gratitude for everything you have in your life and giving gratitude for everything you want in your life as though you already have it. That would be one thing I would want every single person on this planet to start doing yesterday.
0: (laughs) Well, shit, there it is. Yeah. So for everybody that's, uh, just loved what andrews had to say andrew where can uh, where can these guys catch more of you like where where's your uh, where's your main platform that people can follow you people can keep up with the latest on the truth the truth bombs and that you're uh, throwing out daily
2: Well, my um, subject of expertise is going to be health, wellness, raw diet, superfoods, self healing, prevention, and eradication of disease. Um, So, my website, superfitbyandrea.com, same Instagram handle, superfitbyandrea. And that's because it's super fitness, superfoods, superhero. You know, like you were talking, that superhero archetype that's in all of us. And, uh, but also, that's going to be my health and wellness, uh, mostly related stuff, but that's my jam. That's my love. That's my passion. That's my purpose. But if you want more of the well rounded Andrea experience, <laughs> you can follow me at the Andrea Lowell on Instagram. Um, that's going to be my everything account. I don't get too much into food and fitness on that account because a lot of people don't want to see it. They don't care. You know, not people want raw, you know, cheesecake popping up on their feed. You know, sometimes people just don't like that. But if you like the uh, health and the wellness and the truth bombs and um, all that stuff, in, to, in regards to your physical being, Super Fit by Andrea on Instagram, Super Fit by Andrea on Facebook, superfitbyandrea.com. I offer an eight-week online program, Upgrade to Raw. Um, if you're interested in that, shoot me a DM on Instagram, let me know. And this is my purpose, to be here to help aid people to their best health. Shoot me a DM with any question you have. I don't do this you know, just to, to make money off of it. I do this out of my obligation of service to humanity. So please don't hesitate to reach out to me on any platform. Um, I'm here for you. It's, I love it. I get a kick out of it. You know, I have all this information in my head. I don't have to look anything up. You're not bothering me. Um, so yeah, Instagram is my favorite place to be. So at the Andrea Lowell and, or super fit by Andrea. And I would love to be friends with all of you. Um, let me know you heard me here on, uh, on the podcast. And I would, I would love to say hello.
0: Shit. There it is. Spoken like a true professional. Great promo off you, Andreas. So, uh, sure. let's call this one a wrap. And for everyone that's listening, stay woke, yo. And final thanks for Andrea for coming on. Let's, uh, let's do this again sometime. Yes. It's, uh, it's been a blast. My
2: honor, my pleasure. Wishing you the best day ever.
0: All right. Peace out people.